Hi, and welcome to the Unconventionalist Podcast. I'm your host, Mark LaRoost, and I am so excited to let you know that we are going live. That's right, I'm taking the show on the road, and on the 12th of June, 2018, we are going to gather here in London in the heart of the BBC city at White City Place in a little place called Studio. And I cannot wait. This is going to be the first time that we're going to have a live recording of the show in such a way. And I would love for you to be there. If you'd like to get some tickets, it's really, really simple and it's super cheap. It's right now. Go over to markleroos.com, click on the live event tabs, and you'll see all the details about how to get tickets. Right now, the current guest that's going to be interviewed, and I might add some on the roster too, is David Baker. He's one of the fan favorites. There's two episodes, what you need to know about the future of work and how work can be a force for good of like ridiculous fan favorites. And every time I meet people, they tell me how much they loved David on the show. And so I've decided to bring him back for the live edition too. So we're going to meet, we're going to record, we're going to chat. You're going to get to come up to me, ask me questions. We're going to try and do a live q and I don't know how technically that's going to be possible, but either way. And it's going to be amazing. It's going to be completely crazy. And I'd love for you to be there. So again, go over to marklarouse.com, click on live events on the tab, and make sure to get your tickets. Early bird tickets are like five pounds. So don't be ridiculous. Come and meet some awesome other unconventionalists, and you're going to get to see a show recorded live. We're going to make history together. So I'll see you there. Which brings me to the next point. And that is, if you've been listening to the show for a while, then thank you. Like, I just want you to know how much I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to the show and also for you taking the time to listen to each episode. What surprises me most each time is when I hear people tell me that they came across my podcast because of an episode or a guest and then went through the entire back catalog, working their way through the 90 plus episodes. And to think that we're going to be recording the 100th episode live on the 12th of June is, is totally crazy. And, and that's why I'd, I'd love for you to be there. The, the other thing is, one thing that you can do is that this week, it's my birthday. That's right. On the 4th of May, or as everyone around me knows, I say, may the 4th be with you. Stolen from the Star Wars franchise way back when. And this is what you can do for my birthday. There's a couple of things. One, I would love for you to donate 10 pounds or $10 or 10 euros, whatever the currency of your local community is, and or 10 bitcoins. Who would like to give me 10 bitcoins? But donate 10 pounds, right? $10, 10 euros to a charity of your choice. And then I would love for you to take a screenshot of that donation and let me know on Instagram by posting on your Insta story and tagging me in it. I would love for you to get a sense of what it's like to give back. And if you can afford $10 or £10 or €10, then that's amazing. If you can't, even if it's £1, $1, one €1 will still make a difference. But just pick a charity of your choice. That's one thing I want to do. I would love to find out that people around the world have donated on the day of my birthday and done something good. The second thing you can do is to go over on theunconventionalists.org. It will automatically take you over to iTunes where you can leave a rating and review. And that's what I would love more than anything for my birthday, that you get to share with me what you appreciate the most about the show so I can keep doing just that. And I'll be reading out the reviews of the top raters over on iTunes. So please make sure to go over and do that now so I can reach out to you and let you know that I care and appreciate you and your words. So those are the two things you can do. And the third and final thing you can do 
I want you to, wherever you are right now, okay, I want you to put your right arm out. I hope it's out. Now I want to put your palm facing the sky. I want you to bend your head forward as if you were bowing. And I want you to fold your elbow and your right hand is going to go right behind your back and tap you. That's right. I want you to give you a huge tap on the shoulder for being amazing and awesome and being part of this community. It's something that I will never take for granted. The fact that we are creating something super special. And this is what this episode is actually really all about. To reconnect to the very thing that makes us tick and to reconnect to your why. And, and it's a bit of a realization I've had over the last 10 days or so. You see, about 10 days, I'd say, yeah, about just under two weeks, I was feeling a bit wobbly. One of those moments, you know, if you on that journey of trying to chase your dreams and pursue something that's meaningful to you, or trying to do work that's purposeful, then you'll know what I mean, that you'll have these shaky moments of uncertainty and doubt and second guessing and all this stuff. And I was kind of feeling a bit down, kind of going, you know, what, what am I doing here? Where am I going? You know, am I really making an impact? Am I really helping making a difference? And I reached out to a few of my, my sort of mentors and past guests who I look up to, and I was blown away by the fact that the majority of them have actually replied to me, responded, all their team responded to me. And it was great to get like a kind of a reminder and, and a reset. And, and a lot of things actually came up. Something that I had forgotten about, something that I know about the benefits. And it's something that I wanted to share with you in hope that it can help you. So if you're in a place where you don't really know what your purpose is, or what your quest is, or what your why is, what your mission is, then hopefully you'll find some interesting nuggets in, in the following. And that is, the first thing that happens, I find, when we're in that place is that we can see a lot of the stuff and see it very negatively, right? So we can start seeing everything that we don't have, all the lack, all the lack of clarity, all the lack of income, the lack of clients, the lack of blah, blah, blah. Well, actually, what we then do to try and soothe that is to consume a ton of content, right? Whether that's podcasts or blog posts or YouTube videos or online courses or books, you name it. We just try and consume and consume and consume and hope to get somehow the answer somewhere because surely the answer to our biggest question lies somewhere out there. Someone's got the key to it. It's just a question of finding it. So we keep searching for it. And this is something I've learned over the years and, and yet I always seem to forget it. But every time I come back to it, it's just such a golden fountain. And that is that you get to have the answers inside of you. But the only way that you can access that is to actually quiet down the mind and go on an introspective journey. Now, the person that brought that home for me is Aubrey Marcus, the CEO of Honor. And I might have mentioned this before. And if I have, then there's nothing like repeating golden nuggets. And that is, your higher self speaks to you in whispers. It doesn't shout. That's more of the ego place. And I love that. It coupled with something I heard Rich Roll say, who's the author of Finding Ultra, a man who completely changed his life around in his 40s, who was on a one-way ticket to massive obesity and probably heart attacks and so forth and adopted a plant-based diet and so forth. But one of the things he kind of mentioned was that if you try and find and figure out the big question to your life, such as what's my purpose, what's my mission, what's my quest, etc., one of the things you actually need to do is an introspective journey. And the best way to tap into that is to meditate twice daily with a journaling practice. But what that means effectively is that every morning when you wake up, one of the first things you try and do is to meditate, right? And then journal. And then the evening before you go to bed, you also do meditation. So I'll share with you what I've done over the last 
12 days that has really helped me and this is a combination of practices that i've taken from a few different people like aubrey marcus like rich roll and so forth and it's i don't want to call it like a morning routine or like a daily routine it's it's kind of a 30-day challenge i set myself and it's also something that daniel Priestley brought home in in the interview that uh, i had with him around you know when most people feel kind of frazzled or lost or confused instead of uh, creating they consume and actually the opposite is true what is needed is that you need to slow down drop everything out and uh, just create i mean if you look at people like cassie neistat gary vaynerchuk all these kind of influences that a lot of people follow online if you ask them they don't actually consume if any content i don't even know how much they look at their own material but it's it's the reality that if you want to be in the place of creating if you want to be connected to a place where you feel aligned with your high purpose and, and, and what have you, then you need to be in a state of flow. And, and the way that you create that is by creating spaciousness. And so every morning I've been doing the following. So I remember that I have a seven month old baby. So a lot of the advice and practical advice out there around, oh, you need to like wake up and do these things. It's, it's, it's out the window because you never know how your day is going to be. So I'm flexible with, with how I go about this, but effectively this is what more or less has happened every day over the last 12 days i think it's been and that is so i wake up and i'll look up so this is something that i got out of the uh own the day on your life book by aubrey marcus and that is wake up in the morning one of the first things i do is i open up the curtains and i really stare at the sky at the light i try and get as as much light exposure as i can and uh, the second thing i do is i go over in the kitchen and i squeeze an entire lemon in a big kind of glass bottle this is literally just a glass bottle i bought um i, th- I forgot what the brand is but it's cost me like a couple of quid and i've been reusing this glass bottle ever since it's about a liter and i'll put a full squeezed lemon at the bottom of the water and then i'll take a pinch of salt now in theory you're supposed to use himalayan sea salt but let's face it um unless you're living next to <laughs> like a health store and you want to spend but you know i've got normal salt so i just put a pinch of salt and mix up that water aubrey calls it the morning mineral cocktail and that basically does a few things it helps you hydrate it also helps uh increase the electrolyte in your body and since you've slept you've been dehydrated for quite a while so it's just great for your body to get the fluids back in and the third thing that i do is i i'll try and move and this is not a workout. This is not an exercise. It tends to be me entertaining my seven-month-old baby by just dancing like a total idiot in front of her. Now, admittedly, put a song on that you enjoy, a song that you're going to be able to uh, dance to and let your body to, but it's really to get your body a little bit moving. And this, is, this has been actually super helpful just to kind of, even though I feel a little bit rusty, a little bit kind of, you know, stiff, that that does help. So once kind of that's been in the way, I've, I've even done it in 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 different orders but what will happen next is i'll um ask my partner to support me by giving me about 10 to 15 minutes so i can go and meditate and journal so what will happen is that i'll find a quiet space uh in my home and then i'll use the app calm now i'm I'm plugging this i'm not making any money from this i just think it's a really great app uh, and i i've been using headspace for a long time and i actually i have a lot of love for headspace i think it's a great introductory practice for a lot of people who are struggling um, to meditate and to make more time for themselves. The thing I thought about with Headspace is that it's it's a lot of guided meditations. And actually what I loved about Calm is the aspect that you can just have some background natural noises, whether that's a, a lake or rain falling on, on a, a leaf or well, my favorite at night 
and I'll tell you a bit more of that in a second, a fire cracking sound. So I've been switching now and I've been using Calm and really been enjoying it. And uh, one of the things that I'll do is I'll set up for a 10 minute uh, silent meditation. Sometimes I'll do the guided meditation, but more, more often than none, I like doing the 10 minutes. Now, ideally, you would do 20 minutes, but to be honest, I very rarely have 20 minutes spare in the morning. Um, so I'll usually do between 10 to 15 minutes. And then immediately after I finish meditating, before I even get up or do anything else, I'll get my journal out. So it's just like an, uh, a small notebook that I'm using and I'll write three pages. Now, this is uh, taken from the book called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And effectively, that is that you write three pages every morning uninterrupted. You don't stop. Even if you don't know what to write, you just write, I don't know what I'm writing. And you're supposed to be tapping into your subconscious and it allows you to express some ideas, some thoughts, some feelings that you've got. And so that combination of meditation and journaling has been really interesting because it's enabled me to kind of share some thoughts and stuff that I'm maybe ashamed of or, or, or I'm insecure about or uncertain about and, and also dream big again and putting that all on the paper. So that's been really helpful. And then the next thing I'll do is, and this is this, this has got to be like actually the toughest thing out of the entire kind of uh, rituals that I've been doing every day for the last 12 days. And that is to go and take a cold shower. Now, if you heard my interview with JP Sears on the show and a few of the guests actually, um, Tony Riddle's also a big fan of it, that is cold shower therapy. And, and effectively, there's there's a whole bunch of benefits from it from anti-inflammatory benefits to boosting your immune system to increasing your brown fat cells in your body and so forth. But beyond that, one of the interesting things is also this idea that if you can challenge and face a cold shower in the morning when all you want to do is just having a hot shower, you can actually face a lot more challenges during the day because it kind of makes you alert and you're kind of super proud that you have been able to face this cold. Now, for example, I'm recording this on Monday, 30th of April, and in England right now, it's basically Mordor, it is raining, it's cold, and that's been really, really hard. But this morning, braced myself, and, and we know, even like I was washing my hair, taking my time, and I'll be honest, the first few days were really brutal, but it gets a little bit easier. Like, I've got to say, it's got a little bit easier. Now, uh, my friend Tony Riddle would add that you should be looking into a breathing practice, now, I haven't really been doing a full-on Wim Hof breath technique. I'm not going to lie. But before I go into the shower now, keep in mind that these kind of tips and, and, and this what I'm sharing with you is totally at your own discretion, total big disclaimer. Uh, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a medical expert in any kind of way. And you've got to be careful and make sure that you stay safe and make sure there's someone around you when you practice any of these things and so forth, right? Get your back covered. Uh, but one of the things I've been doing is kind of like just breathing a little bit more about um, connecting to my breath and hyperoxygenating myself in order to brace the cold. And that has helped a tad, I'll, I'll be honest. And so once I've come out of the shower, you know, I get dressed, then I'll do my bed. Now, this sounds silly, but doing your bed is another kind of one of those things that you hear a lot of high productive people uh, kind of preach about. And that is once your bed is tidy, there's a certain level of control about it. There's a certain level of routine about it that also helps. So then I go about my day and I do my things, I work, I, et cetera, et cetera. And then in the evening, before I go to bed, I'll make sure that I'll do at least a five minute, usually five to 10 minute uh, wind down meditation. All that is, is just the background noise of the Calm app. And I love the fire sound. There's something quite primal about it. There's something quite soothing about it just before going to bed. And having done that exercise over the last 12 days, I've got to say, and look, 
You'll see this around, by the way. Everyone preaches about it. Mary Forleo, like so many people talk about the single, and Karina Gordon-Barnes back in the day, the single most effective tool that you can develop and habit that you can adopt to help you deal with the ups and downs of the journey, the uncertainty that comes with pursuing your heart and your purpose is actually having a daily meditation practice or a daily silence practice, whatever you want to call it. It's just a way of recentering yourself. And we're just bombarded constantly with external messages. They say about 3,000, 3,500 daily commercial messages that we're being exposed to. Now, add to that social media, we're spending anything between four to seven hours a day on our screens, you know, on social media. So add to that, there's all this external social pressure to be a certain thing, to sound or to believe a certain thing. And therefore, we can be more and more disconnected from who we really are, what we really want and what our heart yearns for. Now, if you're finding this a little bit left field, great, stick with me, because I truly believe that that is one of the most available tools you have right now to connect to yourself, to your heart, and to your higher purpose, right? And so having done that over the last few days, one of the biggest things I took away from it was every time I'd meditate and spend a bit more time centering myself, I'd, I'd make this kind of conversation between me and my heart and visualizing the space, and my thoughts would go off, and then I'd recenter and refocus on my breath and so forth. And I'm no expert medit meditating, meditating, meditation, a meditation expert, but the point is, Having that, spending that time every day to reconnect to myself has enabled me to kind of take off a few layers, right? And one of them was that, oh my God, actually, I've been thinking I was supposed to sound a certain way, or I'm supposed to do this thing, or I should be creating this thing because that's what I'm meant to do, or that's what other people have done. And it's actually enabled me to go back to what my real essence was about, what I really wanted to create. And that's what came up with today's title, right? Find your quest, live your purpose. And that's because yesterday I re-listened to my TEDx talk, which I hadn't listened to in a while. Now, I'm blown away the fact that we've got 56,000 views today. That means 56,000 people took the time to look and watch and, and listen to my TEDx talk. If you haven't done that, make sure to go and check it out. I've got a whole bunch of cool um, behind-the-scenes videos over at markdrews.com forward slash TEDx. Make sure to go and check that out. I did like a behind-the-scenes video. And... The, the fact is, I was listening to that talk and I was like, my God, actually, I said everything I believed and thought in that talk and it reconnected to me to what I'm trying to do. And although I don't have the, the right words to describe it yet, although I'm not quite sure how to explain it perfectly or having the clarity that I wish I had right now, here's what I do know. One of the things I've always been about is to pursue the things that excite me, that make me come alive, and to help other people do just that. Because I think the problem is that we can start thinking that we need to have this really clear purpose and mission in life that's really powerful and compelling and engaging. And sure, that's amazing when you do. And look, I worked for four years for the Movember Foundation who had such a clear and, and powerful purpose, right, to change the face of men's health, to help men stop dying so young. And when you're behind that, it's really powerful and it's amazing. And they've been around for like 13, 40 years, something like that, right? They've been around for years, so that's been fine-tuned. And in fact, most of the people you know around who've got a very clear and compelling message or slogan or title, what have you, have been working on it for years and fine-tuning it. But my point is, the best way to start is actually to make it really, really small, right? And I call it one of the terms of coin is micro quests and i got that inspiration from one of the past guests alistair humphreys who created micro adventures right to try and say that effectively you didn't need to just wait till you go to antarctica to have an adventure that you can actually go in your back garden and you can actually discover the countryside near you and micro adventures are just as exhilarating and, and life-giving and, and i think the same actually goes for for a quest right quest is something that drives you something that 
gives you a goal, gives you like a clear direction to where you want to go. And this can be as big or as small as you want to do, right? On the on the huge scale of it, you've got eradicating eradicating uh, poverty or, 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 or child abuse or uh, equal rights for women. Like that's a huge topic and that's amazing. And on the other side, you've got something that's more manageable. Like I want to create a one Instagram post a day over the next 30 days, right? And I actually believe that having that small quest that's going to drive you, that's going to give you a sense of purpose every single day because it's achievable, it's small, and it gives you a direct feedback to how you're feeling and when you're doing it is so beneficial, like so beneficial. And I've seen this so many times with my clients. Like I'm so proud of, of, of so many of my clients that have gone out and just done and created things, whether that's launching a podcast or launching a YouTube channel or writing on LinkedIn articles or going off and setting up an amazing foundation to take people over to South Africa to disconnect or to go and become a, a mental health campaigner for men. It doesn't matter what that mission is. It's about taking action. And I believe that when you figure out what's that one thing that you want to put out in the world, right? I'm not talking about right now figuring out what your dream job is or, or coming up with the perfect business plan. None of that. It's more about what's the thing that you've been really curious about. Maybe it's about launching a podcast, right? Maybe it's about writing a book. Maybe it's about running a retreat. Maybe it's about hosting a live event where you get to in invite amazing, inspiring people you know in your life to share a piece of themselves to an audience who needs to hear it. I don't know what your thing is, right? But what I do know is that it's inside of you and that there's a yearning for you to put it out into the world. And that's what this show has always been about. It's always been about interviewing people who had somehow found their quest and who were living it, whether they were at the start of the journey or at the uh, middle and high top of their, of, the, of their game. It didn't matter. The point was I wanted to interview people so you could hear how they did it, how they made it real, but also to make it real right? That they're not on a pedestal, that they're not superhumans, that there's not something extraordinary about them apart from the fact that they have taken action. That was it. They share their ups and downs. People cry on the show. People open up about real uh, deep stuff that most people would shy away from because this is what the show's been about, being real and about helping you make your quest real, right? So I want you to find that little thing, that micro quest that's going to get you up in the morning excited, right? And trust me, it doesn't have to be huge. Go back and watch my TEDx talk. It's something I really, really want to bring home. And so therefore, when you find that little thing that's going to drive you, okay, whether that's having a Facebook Live video or, or starting a newsletter, right? Maybe you've got three people that you want to reach out to, ask them if you can send them an email. You start your newsletter, sharing something that you're really passionate about. Maybe it's you want to create a product. You want to, you want to put out something. I don't know what that thing is. But I know that you have to put it out there. Do not go to your deathbed looking back, wishing that you had pulled the trigger on this. I know this for a fact. And so one of the things that I discovered is that if you figure out what that thing is, right, find your quest, figure that thing is, you'll live your purpose because you'll be in the moment. You'll be totally attached to this moment because you'll be living it. Finding your purpose is tough. I believe it's true and can happen. But find your quest, live your purpose. That is something so powerful that has come to me through this meditation practice and journaling and just being present with what's happening and going on walks and so forth. And I really want that for you. I want you to kind of give yourself the permission to uh, make it small, make it so small that it's doable and yet still find a way to connect to the joy that it brings you. Follow your curiosities. They always leave breadcrumbs. I truly believe that. Don't make up that you have to have it all figured out. Most people I know started and had no idea what they were doing and then ended up looking back and connecting the dots. This Steve Jobs said it better than I'll ever be able to say it. But it's so true. So here's what I want you to do for me. 
I want you to, uh, well, first of all, there's two things you can do. One, do you want to join me in this kind of new wave challenge of doing a morning practice of journaling and meditating, cold showers, and oh, and I forgot, I've also been supplementing an omega-3. That's another thing that I forgot to mention. Uh, I've been increasing my omega-3 intake over the last 12 days, and actually, I think it does it does also help in hydrating a bit better during the day. I haven't added movement and uh, taking care of my nutrition yet. That's the next step. I'll tell you more, a bit more of that later. But effectively, I'd love for you to join me. And, and if you want to do that, then maybe we can connect and create like a little Facebook group. If you think that's helpful, let me know. And the other thing I want to do is I want you to send me an email over at info at theunconventionalists.com, okay? Drop me an email and let me know what's a quest that you've wanting to be putting out in the world, but you haven't, and tell me what's been getting in your way. Like, I really want to figure that out. I really want to find out what's happening, what's getting in the way of you pulling that trigger and whatever that thing is you want to be putting out in the world. Let me know. Drop me an email right now. Go to your email, info at theunconventionalist.com. I'll read every single email that comes my way. I don't care if it takes me a week or a month to get through my inbox. I'll do it. So please, please, please email me. I hope that was helpful. I just wanted to share with you that this amazing reminder that actually, wow, like when we're quiet down the mind, we go into an introspective journey, that we spend the time to connect and center ourselves. And whether that's meditating, journaling, or what have you, and and, and challenge ourselves and push ourselves, like, like cold showers, for example, then it's amazing what's available. Then you're just reminded that actually we're, we're sitting on, on such a, a mountain of wealth of resources and information that we already possess. And I really believe that. And so I'd love to hear from you. Let me know on over on Instagram is where I spend most of my time these days. I'd love for you to take a screenshot of this episode right now and tag me in your Insta story or let me know by doing a little video or or, what, or posting a photo of where you are, writing a little message, tag me at Mark DeRoos on Insta stories. And I'd love to hear from you. I really, really makes my day every single time I get tagged in a post on Instagram of someone listening to my show somewhere around the world. It's unbelievable how blessed I feel to know that my message is spreading around like wildfire across the world. We're over in a hundred different countries. And this show is is just a pure gift for me that I get to share with you and, and hearing from you is is that gift back to me. And I want to remind you, if you are in London, or if you want to fly over to London, actually, it'd be amazing. Come over on the 12th of June, 2018. We are going to be recording the 100th episode. We're going to make history. So please be there. I would love for you to be there so we can celebrate this together. I'd love to hear what your favorite episode is. We're going to have some chats and conversations. We're going to have some great guests there as well. So hope to see you there. And again, it's my birthday coming up on the 4th. Just want to remind you two things you can do. One, donate to one of your charities of choice that day on the 4th of May. £10, $10, €10 or whatever you can afford. And tag me on Instagram over on Insta Stories to let me know which charity you chose. And the second thing is to go on theunconventionalist.org and to leave a rating and review. And please, that would be the best gift you could give me. That's it, folks. Today was a special episode. I want to share with you, spend some time with you. I can't wait to let you know the season 10 is coming up. I've got some incredible guests lined up and I can't wait. That's my partner letting me know that it's time for me to get going. (laughs) Sending you lots of love and I can't wait to speak with you and see you on the 12th of June.